Ooh, welcome. Step right in. Take a look around. I promise that no matter who you are, we've got something here for you. Think of any creature, any companion, any friend. We've got it. It's our business to provide to you our valued customer. Anything that you could possibly think of. Anything at all. So, think real hard. Because we've got all that and more here at Zack and Griffin's Multiversal Pet Shop. folks this Hi. is gonna be a this is gonna be a fun episode today because mm-hmm. as we all know griffin has insomnia what's up and uh i just woke up after working a a nearly 24 hour shift so you know what and the the it's... legend that you are you still came into your other job yeah you the, know. this this job here we are to do this job we've got you. i've got a pot of coffee brewing that we can you know, kind of refresh after the break, uh, but yeah, welcome to welcome to another uh, Sleepy Boys episode. You know, last time we had a Sleepy Boys episode, we like themed it around being like really cuddly yeah. and like comfy. This one, we're we just do doing that. easy shit. <laughs> yeah, we didn't do we didn't do that this time. No, we did not. Oh boy! But yeah, welcome to, welcome back to Zach and Griffin's Multiversal Pet Shop. I'm Sleepy Griffin, and I am just Snoozy Zach. Ooh. And hey, thank Snoozy thank Zach, you. Snoozy Zach. Um, <laughs> and you know what? Today we decided to take a dive back into a book we haven't looked at in a really long time. Yeah, I'm trying to remember the bullshit. We have this problem where we don't write these down. No. <laughs> And um, then we come back to him and we forget. Uh, if we write it I, down, we run the risk of intellectual property theft. There, that's fair. It's ephemeral. We <laughs> say it and then it disappears, even though it's on a published podcast that people can listen to. That's <laughs> fine. I remember. I remember Terry's involved. Yeah, Terry's involved. Was it the... just the mythic odysseys of Terry? No, I, I think we switched it up. But we're gonna today the legendary the legendary sojourn sojourn of Terry. Of Terry. I like it. <laughs> That's pretty good. This is, of course, the mythic odysseys of Pharaohs. And to get us into the right mindset, Zach, would you like to take this? How well do you know Greek mythology? Buzzfeed quiz with me? Oh, sure. I'd like to think I know a fair amount about Greek mythology. Yeah. I'm, I'm in fact playing two different Monster Hearts characters who are based off of Greek and Roman mythology. Yeah. So, uh, this was published in June thirteenth, twenty twenty. Okay. All right, and this is multiple choice, but let's see if we can do it without it. Okay. All right. Who was Zeus's wife? Hera. It was Hera. That's correct. Oahu. But he also fucked everyone. Yeah, it so. says here he had many lovers. And tainted their relationship. Yeah, because Zeus was honestly kind of a shit. Aphrodite was the goddess of what? I mean, like, love and, like... There's love and hate and love and beauty. Probably love and beauty. Yeah, the other ones are beauty and war and anger and sex. Love and beauty, That's an interesting domain. I'm the the god of (laughs) anger fucking... (laughs) 
how was Athena born? Oh, God. It's from like came out of Zeus's head or something, right? I don't know. What are the? You said from, it was multiple choice. Yeah, from Hera's womb, from Zeus's head, from the ocean, or from flowers. So, Zeus's head sounds right. Yay, we were right. Yeah, we were right. Uh, who was the god of war? Easy. It's Ares. It's Ares. Icarus too, flew too close to the what? The sun, the moon, the sea, or the sand? I think it's the sand. I think it's the sand. No, it's the sun, no, of course. It's, it is the sun. I flew too close to the beach and all the crabs got me. Yeah, no, that's the, the wind kicked some sand up and I couldn't <laughs> see. Ah, these are easy modes. Zeus and Hades were brothers with which god? Poseidon. Poseidon, of course. Otherwise known as the big three. Yeah. What did Prometheus steal from Zeus to give to the mortals? Fire! Gave, yeah, plague, fire, tears, or hate? <laughs> I, I want to see the alternate reality where he gave hate to, the, to like, everyone was super fucking chill. Mm-hmm. And then Prometheus was like, hey, I think you guys need this. Here you go. It's like, what is this? I hate this. Oh, no. You know what? I hate you for this. And then all the mortals <laughs> killed Prometheus. They yeah. beat him. <laughs> it was uh, fire. Apollo was the god of what? Apollo. Music, poetry, oh, and art, the heavens, weapon and warfare, animals, and the moon. S- he was the sun, I thought. That's what I thought. At least he pulls, the, like in his chariot, he pulls the sun yeah. across the sky. So the, he- um, the heavens in this context? I would assume so, probably, then. Uh, Apparently it was it? music, poetry, and art. He was oh. also the god of the sun, light, healing, knowledge, and order. Whatever. Okay, so we were right. We, we were just, right. Th- that wasn't on the list. Who was Apollo's twin sister? Artemis. Artemis. Athena turned Medusa into a what? Oh, no, the, the guy who pulls the sun across the skies. Isn't that Helios? Helios is Roman, I think. Is he? I, I don't think Helios is the Roman version. No, it's definitely Apollo. Oh, Apollo's chariot, though. Yeah. Uh, this is a Gorgon, obviously. Of Medusa? Yeah. Yeah. And, oh, that was it. That was only ten questions. How boring. That was so short. We got nine out of Um, ten, or really ten out of ten, because we know our shit. All right, I've got an additional trivia question for you. Ooh. So, post-Prometheus giving fire to mortals, uh, how did Zeus punish him? Oh, shit. He turned him into clay? If I recall correctly... He was chained to a rock, and a bird oh, ate his liver out every day. That does sound. That's that's at least one of Zeus's punishments for Look, sure. The Greeks, if you got to give them one thing, they were all honestly kind of heartless bastards. Yeah. They had a flair for punishment. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! I mean, like it's it's like hey, hey, uh, hey. Uh, fucking sisyphus mm-hmm. we're mad at you you know what you're just gonna push a rock uphill and then you're never gonna get there it's yeah. never you're never gonna reach the top orpheus got did dirty orpheus got did real dirty um narcissus got it off okay like he drowned did he i thought his curse was just like you'll fall in love with your reflection or whatever like every time yeah you see and it. then he saw and then he saw his reflection oh, in the pool, right. and then he drowned well that okay that was a consequence of the punishment the punishment I wasn't su- just plain like yeah we're gonna drown you that's fair that's fair that's boring we need entertainment anyway 
Uh, <laughs> hey, Greek mythology, really fucked up. Really fucked up. Caught a while that we study it in middle school. Yeah. Any hooser. Any hooser. Mythic Odysseys of Theros is all like very Greek mythology inspired. Yes. Um, if you remember our last one, we talked about things like uh, chimeras and Cerberuses mm-hmm. and um, fun lambs with cool wool. With cool wool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, we're just going to continue. More of that bullshit. Yeah. Because, again, we're very tired. We're very tired. We need some easy brain food. Yeah. So yeah. up first, we we got a kind of a classic, a hippo camp. Hippo camp. A hippo camp. That's where um, I sent my pet hippo for the summer. The hippo camp. It's a hippo camp. It's <laughs> pretty good. So yeah, a hippo <laughs> camp. Uh, uh, essentially, a water horse, which is funny because I'm pretty sure hippopotamus means like horse of the water, but I'm not sure. Hippopotamus. Uh, give me the Wikipedia article. Hippopotamus amphibious is the scientific name. Uh, its name from comes from the ancient Greek for river horse. Oh, river horse. It's basically the same thing. It's funny that it says that they're amphibious. They're, they're like... Anyway, we're, we're going to talk. get away from talking about actual <laughs> hippos and talk about these hippos. But yeah, it's uh, we got ourselves a green horsey, <laughs> but it's like, you know, got instead of the back half of the horse, so like a long kind of mermaidy tail mm-hmm. you know those like sort of long fins running down it's was the 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 dorsal mm-hmm. and the belly the belly side the belly fin i don't know what that side is we learn in, we learn in today dorsal fin and pectoral fin and pectoral fin and it's also got like you know like the back of the jaw those like fins that kind of like stick out yeah. a little bit yeah those are just but, for uh, fashion those are just for fashion, though. Um, so, yeah, we got uh, Hippo Camps, Large Monstrosity, Chaotic Good. Uh, noble Steeds of the Sea, Hippo Camps feature in countless tales as guides and mounts to Tritons and other ocean-faring heroes. Oh, that's cool. I like how they While make these, that in. Yeah, it's like uh, Aquaman, what mm-hmm. used to ride a seahorse around. While these curious but cautious aquatic equines naturally travel in herds, many hold valued uh, places in Triton society. Nice. Considered to be servants of Thassa, hippocamps are often unpredictable, but their great speed and strength prove awe-inspiring when harnessed by the gods' will. Hold valued places in Triton society. Does that mean they, like, sit on councils or it's like... You know those towns in the U.S. where it's like, yeah, we elected a dog as our mayor. Like, <laughs> are there some small Triton villages where there's just a hippocamp who's the mayor? See, I think it was more um, in a, a, oh god, Parks and Rec. Um, well, oh, what was it? L- Little Lil Sebastian. Sebastian? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Everyone's like, oh, Lil, it's him, Little Aqua Sebastian. <laughs> Everyone knows the 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 hippocamps. Everyone loves them. Um, but yeah, let's see. So uh, got twenty two hit points, uh, twenty foot moving speed, and fifty foot swimming speed, which is pretty dang quick. Yeah, even twenty on land with only one set of front legs is pretty interesting. It just has a handstand. Oh god, <laughs> the tail and everything. The, fin, the like, fins up in the know, air. flips up over the head. They're just <laughs> yeah. And it just cruises. 
Um, it's resistant to cold. Oh man, the, the sound of one set of hooves galloping is so strange. Because you know you're used to yeah, being that, but this is just. That was a pretty good, uh, pretty good hoof sound. There. It's thank you. It's one of my better ones. Uh, but yeah, uh, darkfish are out to 120 feet. Wow, they're in amphibious, go can breathe air and water. Mm. They have the uh, the charge action. <laughs> Classic. If the hippocamp moves at uh, at least 20 feet straight towards a creature and then hits it with a ram attack, take 2d6 bludgeoning damage, um, and have to make a DC 12 saving throw or be knocked prone. You can't really be knocked prone in water, though. That's a great point. <laughs> Unless. Unless? Unless it works like flying and you just kind of sink. Because if you're like fly, I think in 5e, if you're flying and you get knocked prone, you just drop. That's good. Um, no specific rules for what happens knocked prone of swimming. All right. Hmm. Interesting. So, yeah, kind of pointless <laughs> unless you bring your hippocamp on land, in which case, like, that feels a little off. A little clunky. Yeah. But, yeah, uh, it's got... Uh, hoof attacks uh, can do a 2d6 plus 2 bludgeoning, which is honestly nice. nothing to sneeze at. And it's got a ram attack. 1d6 plus 1 for each hoof. For... Yes. Hippocamp. <laughs> 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 uh, look, they're pretty straightforward. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, they're pretty great. They're pretty wonderful. Um, Remember when we said this was going to be an easy episode? I mean, yeah. Super easy episode. Easy. Um... I mean, like a day at the lake. Like, like, look, we in Ohio, so we like we are Midwesterners. Mm-hmm. There's a thing about being a Midwesterner uh, and us loving going to the lake. Mm-hmm. I guess it's a stereotype about our region. Yeah, about going boating. Yeah, it's like yeah, we're, we're, you know, we're gonna go to the lake. It's like and do what? I'm gonna just hang out. Yeah, like I saw a thing recently that was like, I went with my boyfriend's family boating. And I did not know that that was just going out onto a lake on a boat and drinking and several beers. Yeah, that was the whole. That was the whole day. I mean, there are a lot yes. of like lake the- like like lake activities one can do with a good boat. Like tubing is very fun. Sometimes it's fun I- to just splish splash around. I have uh, yeah an applicable story. So Nicole and I went to uh, Cleveland Pride mm-hmm. over the weekend, and. Where some of the the activities were um, was like right next to like one of the channels to the lake, mm-hmm. you know, of the Lake Erie. Yes, and um, one of the Great Lakes. Yeah, one of the Great Lakes, uh, and you can just park your boat right by all the stuff. <laughs> like they just got like you know like the where the like the shoreline starts. You know, there's a handrail, but it's got gates and the little what are they cleats? Is that what you put the rope through like when you like put like a boat on the dock i think it's called a cleat you're asking the wrong guy but there's just a bunch of cleat there so we're sitting there people are just driving their boats up and they tie it off and they just walk right into the party pride boats pride boats. pride boats <laughs> uh but like i met oh, especially like going to pride you roll up on a killer water horse and you're just like <laughs> yeah, let's fucking go everyone yes and everyone's like that motherfucker just show up on a horse and it's like, no, but he was in the lake. And it's, it's like, I know he was in the lake. It's a hip. Oh, please. It's a hippo camp. Oh, uh, yeah. No, because you like for real, though. Yeah. This is Harry, Amazing. the bisexual hippo camp icon. Uh, he's, <laughs> he's always dressed for pride. What with his 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 flashy scales and 
many colors. Um, <laughs> I think that, I think that's good for hippocamps. You think it's good for hippocamps? At least at where we are in our recording time. Well, okay, okay. Moving on. All right. Thanks, Harry. Happy Pride. <laughs> happy Pride, everybody. Hey, happy Pride, friends. This one, it's a great energy that we've just established. Let's ruin it, as we're so often want to do on this show. Mm-hmm. Uh. This would be a good candidate for, um, before I even read it, Zach, I'm going to say this is going to be a great candidate for, uh, for, but what if it wasn't? So. Oh, okay. Go ahead and keep that in mind as we talk about whoa, Striders. And I'm not talking about like, whoa, whoa Striders. Strider. <laughs> I'm talking about like, oh, I'm, I'm sad and full of grief and whoa. Yes. And I'm striding on them. You're striding on your whoa, yeah. Woe striders uh, form from the souls of those who have broken the bonds of destiny. Hmm, nice. Over centuries, these cosmic blasphemers, Jesus, uh, transform into hunched, long-limbed horrors. Sadistic things, woe striders seek ways to reweave themselves into the tapestry of destiny. This leads them to search for answers within the Bowels of other beings. Hmm. Ew. Ooh, there's a word in here I don't know. Haruspicy. Hold up. It phonetically it looks like the word. It looks like haru spicy. <laughs> oh, it's divination. Mm. Yeah. Haruspex. Nice. Uh. Haru spicy. It looks like the word har. It looks like haru and spicy smooshed together. This leads them to search for answers within the bowels of other beings, performing murderous horospicy in pursuit of their discarded cosmic purpose. When they fail to find answers, their unnatural cries cause reality to shudder, undermining magic and sane minds alike. Okay. Uh, Yuck. The, yeah, they're like humanoid shaped, sort of, but like the bad kind. We're like the the they're nasty, is what I'm saying. Yeah, they look like uh, like on TikTok. You know that guy who does the uh, oh, he's got like the stilts my little that chef? he like, walks on. Yeah, like my little my little chef. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, he looks like he's kind of got that set up, but he, it's actually his the arms and legs. Yeah, it's like um, like a like a one of the walkers from Star Wars. Yeah, like that shape but fleshy. Uh, and long and long black hair and instead of a face there's just like a purple void there well it, the void looks like it's full of eyeballs oh it kind of do don't it that's upsetting yep yep i th- yep. i think narratively these things the the idea is really cool like you go against destiny and like that thread or or weave does not get used and it's just like a an error in the system, right? And it just kind of wrenches itself out. And yeah, there's just like an error in like the weave of fate. And this thing's like, well, wait, 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 wait. I was next. Wait, no, no, no. It just, it just starts distorting. Uh, these things are yeah. large aberrations, chaotic evil, 17 AC, 110 hit points. They have a 40 foot walk and climb speed. Oh god! Yeah, that's nasty. Um, yep. Plus four strength, plus three con. They're pretty brawly. 
Uh, immune to frightened dark vision of 120 feet, telepathy of 120 feet. That's horrible. They can project an anti-magic cone from their mouth, as in, as per the anti-magic field spell. At the start of each of its turns, the Woe Strider decides which way the cone faces and whether its mouth is open or closed. And then it can multi-attack you. It can make two claw attacks in one bite. If both claw attacks hit the same creature, the target is grappled. All yeah. right. So the bite does... Ooh, the bite uh, has a 10-foot reach. Or excuse me, the claw has a 10-foot reach. Let's say if the bite had a ten foot reach, that'd be like it's neck. You got that, gi- you got that giraffe neck, just like Gah. yeah. <laughs> you got that hungry, hungry hippo's neck. Uh, it's got uh, plus seven to hit, one d six plus four slashing, and one d six psychic damage on the claws. And then the bite attack. Um, it looks like it can only bite creatures that are grappled, incapacitated, or restrained. Yes. Interesting. Uh, plus 7 to hit, 2d8 plus 4, plus 3d10 psychic damage. Ouchie wawa. In yeah. addition, oh, each magic item the creature is carrying that isn't an artifact has its magical properties suppressed for one minute. Yikes. From that anti-magic cone. That's right up in the gob. Yeah, that's fair. That's cool. Well, it's like it doesn't have like a mouth per se. So it's like it's not chomping you. It's like psychically biting you. It's like it's like a psych- I, psychically gumming you. Yeah. It's like, you know, like I bite the spell. Yeah. But this is I bite with its awful eye mouth. Yeah. Eye mouth. The latest product from Apple. Well, it says like it says in the tired of your old mouth. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, That's the next. That's the next ad. Yeah. Well, it says in the anti magic code, like it decides. By the way, yeah. Okay. Uh, It says it says it gets to decide whether its mouth is open or closed. So, like, it does have at least a facsimile of a mouth. I don't like it. Yeah, no, it's not great. So I think it's time, Zach, for our our new game. But what if it wasn't? Okay. So instead, it does become the whoa. Strider. I think it becomes the yeah the whoa strider, and that's like um. everything went exactly as planned. Like the weave of destiny is perfect. There's no stupid bands of heroes spitting in the face of it. And it's just time to be rad. Um, It hangs 20 it, all the time. It hangs 20. Well, does, it, ha- does it have toesies? I don't know. Actually. You can't. You the, can't it, cu- it, it cuts it off. I would assume. Because this is like a like a person that was all. This is true goofed up (laughs) (laughs) yeah so probably so yeah okay so they're hanging 20 they're um yeah what are the most what are the whoa striders top three board sports definitely surfing Um, uh i think it gets into the luge Ooh. yeah it's like street luge yeah like in rocket power yeah, like in rocket power. Is that the one where you like lay down on the board? And yeah, you just lay like down shoot the board down, a, a, a downhill hill. very quickly. <laughs> I was thinking of hot rod. 
but yeah. I never watched Hot they, Rod. They, there is a whole, because yeah, Twister gets really mad. No, it's Otto gets really mad because Twister keeps beating him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's all I remember Street Luge from. God, Rocket Power, man. <laughs> Ahead of its Fuck. time. Fuck. Where can I watch Rocket Power? Probably somewhere. It's probably the internet's somewhere. an amazing uh, tool. Yeah. Um, what about? Um, I just had it. Oh, uh, you know, one wheels. Yeah, I think this thing would ro- would rock a one wheel. Oh man, it's got like, you know, it's a left foot and hand on the front pad. I, I, like the, I think that this thing could stand up to be a whoa Strider could stand up to be bipedal if it wanted. Okay, it can be bipedal. Yeah, and it, and it one and it one wheels. Um. They get really into. Ooh, is it wakeboarding? No, sorry, skimboarding. Skimboarding. Yeah, it's like the the little kind of surfboard that's yeah. like by the shore. Yeah, it's like the cooler version that. of boogie boarding, but yeah. like not quite as cool as surfing. Yeah, it's like shallow surfing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, they, they, these fu- whoa striders. But like, yeah, skimboarding is really great because they're close to all their fans, and that they can you can yeah. throw up the the hang tan hand, really long hang. Oh god! <laughs> hang, sorry, hang loose. Yes, that's what it is. And, ever, and, and hang tan would be just be jazz hands. <laughs> <laughs> but they can do that, and all their fans can see them, and they all could be like, "Whoa, whoa!" And the whoa strider um, just like what, what right is it? On. What does a whoa strider shoot out of its face? Instead of an anti magic cone, instead of a magic yeah, anti magic cone, uh, it's a snow, it's a, it's a snow cone, cone machine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Very similar things. Different yeah. kind of cone. It just shoots drumsticks, <laughs> you know, like like the like the the, the, the candy, not the candy, the ice cream, the, like treat. Pre, little prepackaged ice cream treat. Yeah, yeah, yeah it, it, it just <laughs> <laughs> like it's an air cannon. Yeah. <laughs> While it's skimboarding, everyone's like, yeah, whoa, Strider. <laughs> what's a sport? What's a, what's an act? What's an extreme activity it can do where it can it can embody the concept of whoa, but also be striding. Um, Rollerblading. Let's say that or parkour. Ooh! Oh man, the extremist of parkour with those long, long limbs. It's doing flips, shooting fucking drumsticks <laughs> everywhere. This is so bad. <laughs> but like for real, like all all modern parkourists and like and like free runners, everything they would ever know would just be blown away. By a ro- oh, by a whoa strider, a whoa strider. Yeah, you look into its face. There's the eyeball still, but they have cool sunglasses. <laughs> <God>. <laughs> They're wearing protective goggles. Yeah, Jesus Christ. Whoa, whoa strider. I think simply whoa. I think rollerblading would also be rollerblading would be very good. What rollerblading or roller skating? Like is this you know go to, like the roller rink and like has like the the sick moves and like you know, sits there and like gurus as it's going I think, or is it rollerblade? I think they do both. 
like, I, it's like diff- brink. It's different kinds of woe. You know what I mean? Different kinds of woe. Like the one's like, whoa, and the other one's like, whoa. Yeah, sometimes you just want to go hang out with your friends and like impress some strangers with your moves on the roller rink. But then other yeah. times you got to like go to the competition, you got to compete, you got to be like really just kind of set the tone for your peers. Oh, definitely. Um, what kind of hairstyle does a woe strider have? Well, the woe strider. Mm. Does it keep the long locks? Does it have some Liberty it- spikes. Ooh, Liberty spikes would be very good. I was thinking, you know, like that, like the new age uh, mullet, like it's not quite like that, like 80s mullet. It's, it's yeah, like I got different. You. Yeah. Oh, no. I can see that. <laughs> it's got, you know, like the, the tank top, but that used to be a T-shirt, but it's just like the whole side oh, of it's the, cut open. No, not the like <laughs> gym bro muscle shirts. Oh, uh, no, definitely. That does not inspire woe in me. Yeah, some cutoffs. Now that inspires woe in yeah, me. S- some, yeah, some cutoff jorts. Uh, yeah, full full Daisy Duke cowboy boot. Combo. Oh, yeah, they're, they're real up there. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's great. Hell yeah! Just an absolute himbo. <laughs> like actually, yeah. a himwo. Striders, a himwo. <laughs> okay, you know what? Yeah, I'm here for woe striders. All now. right, woe striders. Whoa! This is this is good content. There we go. If you're enjoying this, please let us know at petshopcast.com or at petshopcast on Twitter. Okay, ad break. Ad break. Um, pot of coffee should be done, so let's go pour us some some cups of mud, and uh, we'll run an ad. Um, Kelly, play the long ad. The long one. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. There are hundreds of dating sites, dating apps, and matchmakers out there, and do you know what they all have in common? A complete lack of respect for the humble goblin. Are goblins just expected to pick up the dregs left behind by the dashing half-elf sweeping away the fairest maidens? Are bugbears just supposed to be the third wheel to their dwarven friends all their lives? Are ogres really deserving of love? No. No. And yes. On Grumble, things are different. Grumble is the premier dating and romance service for goblins and goblin kin. At Grumble, our staff delicately reviews every application to ensure only the deepest connection between you and your future love, or loves. We cater to all genders, colors, and sexualities. Just say the word and we won't stop until you are thoroughly satisfied. Just listen to some of our most satiated clients. Before Grumble, I thought I'd never find anyone for me. Between my busy schedule of murder and pillaging, there was no time to look for love. Now, thanks to Grumble, every day I return to my cave, covered in the blood of my enemies, to the little green love of my life. I don't know how I'd pillage without them. After a hard day of trading stocks and bonds, it was nice to meet up with my newfound hobgoblin biddy for a good old-fashioned bone down. Let me tell you, Grumble got me exactly what I needed. Someone to share my hyper-aggressive sexual tendencies with. Price, no problem. Discretion, don't worry about it. Satisfaction, guaranteed. Big thumbs up to Grumble. 
Me and my bugbear partner were looking for someone open-minded to add to our relationship, but goblins aren't really well known for being that flexible. However, thanks to Grumble, they curated several candidates for us to look over, and we welcomed Brizgax to our home and our hearts. Couldn't have done it without the hard-working folks at Grumble. Thanks, Grumble! Sign up for Grumble today with 25% off your first month using the promo code PETSHOP and start looking for the goblin of your dreams. Grumble. Get busy. Oh, that was... that's You know what? That that was revitalizing. Look, it's the... Brought me back. It's the nectar of the gods. There we are. Ambrosia? Nah, and we're not nah. talking ambrosia. Hey. <laughs> nah, we're talking about coffee. Coffee. I do love... I, I do unironically love coffee now. Like I did Thanks. used to... When I started drinking coffee, I was just like, this will probably help me as an insomniac. See, and I'm, I'm like a... Like I'll drink, you know, like regular coffee, mm-hmm. but like if I get the choice between that and like you know, like a, like a nice, uh, a white chocolate mocha. From, oh sure, from Starbucks. Yeah, oh, always. I like. I, I've recently. I was patronizing my local Dunkin' Donuts because, okay. well, like a handful of months ago, my car broke down, and I was able to. That was the closest like parking lot to get it pulled into safely yeah. before like it fully crapped out. And I went inside and I was like, hey, my car just broke down. You mind if I chill out here for a bit? And they were all like, oh, my God. Yeah, I'm so sorry. Do you want to can we get you a drink? I have a triple A card if you need me to call someone for you. And they were super, super nice. And so I was going there for a handful of visits. And then um, but they got my order wrong so many times in a row (laughs) that I just decided to be like, I'm going to go to Starbucks instead. Yeah. Oh, boy. Yeah. No, Starbucks fucking saved my life yesterday. I was on this nearly 24-hour call yeah. yesterday, okay? And at about, uh, uh, we, you know, started doing things around 1 was, like, when, like, we, like, actually started the work. Yeah. Um, about 10 a.m., I was a puddle. Right. Um, and we still had a good eight or nine hours worth of work ahead Ooh. of us. Didn't know what I was going to do. This one guy named Mitch... Was like, hey, is everyone going to Starbucks? And no one answered. He's like, I'll buy. And I was like, yep, 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 <laughs> yep, yep. Uh, and then he, and then he, like, I, I, I think it was a ploy because he didn't want to walk to Starbucks because he's like, actually, I think the front door's locked. So if like, if, like, if you want to go, I was like, oh yeah, I'll fucking go. Like, <laughs> like, like. I was like, please, Mitch, give me money. And he gave me a 20, and I ran across the street and got coffee. And holy shit, I was a different person like 20 minutes later. Yeah, dude. Saved my fucking life. Way to go, Mitch. Way to go, Mitch. Way to go, Way to go Starbucks. Which, as the uh, 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 antagonists of big business, I have to say, fuck you, Starbucks. But also, thank you, Starbucks. Like, thank you, Starbucks. Uh, we have the back of everyone, all Starbucks employees out there who are trying really yeah. hard to unionize, who are trying to, like, and and fight Starbucks corporate on that. We see you. Yeah. We got your back. We love you. Keep doing the, keep okay. doing the fighting the good fight. Starbucks corporate, Kel- eat my dick and balls. There you go. <laughs> What's it? Suck my dick and choke on it. I yield back my time. Fuck you. <laughs> Uh, but anyway, uh, speaking of things that are whoa, uh, we've got a, a, ourselves here a fleece mane lion. Oh, man. So this is a lion. Yeah. 
But exactly. Oh, What's its main just, mount made out of? Ju- apparently, just fleece. <laughs> oh yeah. It is this long, flowing, fucking '80s rock band hair. Who is this fucking Maybelline lion? For real, though, this is if Fabio were a fucking lion. <laughs> Fabio was cursed by a witch and turned into a beast, but like the fucking hottest beast possible. Okay, write that down. That's a good movie idea. If we can't get Fabio, we can try and get Jason Momoa. We'll call Jason Momoa would be very good. Perhaps I was gonna say one of the Hemsworths. Yeah, yeah. Let's get let's get Liam Hemsworth in the in the ring. He's yeah. He deserves it. Look, both of them are so hot. Yeah. Mads Mickelson. <laughs> there we go. No, take a look at Mads. Uh, twice the size of normal lions with resplendent manes of silvery or golden hair. Fleece mane lions prowl and protect sites imbued with the power of Nyx, who I believe in here is, the, uh, uh, as per usual, is the, the goddess of, of night. Yes. While the specifics of these massive lions' connection to Nyx is unclear, many myths tell of the deadly predators stalking mortals and spreading fear until they're untimely uh, until they are untimely defeated by a brave hunter. As a result, overcoming a fleece mane lion is widely considered an early step on the road to becoming a true hero. Boo! 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 Toxic masculinity. Is dead. Not not in this instance, though. I respect the quote, but like, fuck this noise. Yeah, not for real though. Um, oh, you want to become a true hero? First, you, you must commit to... several atrocities against nature. There's a, a, a an animal out there that's upset that you're tearing apart its land, <laughs> and the way to become a hero is to kill that helpless creature. This creature has done nothing wrong to you and or your bloodline, but you must kill it and claim it. Not only kill it, but fully skin it as well. You have to take its mane and produce a wig. (laughs) Okay, but like through through like donations and stuff, like yeah, yeah, like like definitely highest quality wigs. I mean, just like sheep, you know, like they, they've got to have that to be sheared. Yeah, at some point. just it's 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 in, it's gonna get in the way if it yeah, doesn't. Yeah, it's inhumane like, to photo, not shear sheep. It's like almost under its paws here. I literally watched a video the other day of like we forgot to shear the sheep last year, or like something happened, like it didn't get shorn last year, and they yeah, it got it all off. There, you know, there's like mites and dirt yeah. that can get in there and cause problems. They shore about twenty five pounds of wool off of this sheep like hey what if you were just carrying around an extra 25 pounds with you like on your shoulders wherever you went yeah hey folks shear your fucking sheep shear your sheep it's only polite shear your lions they have uh let's see uh 15 armor class this is a large monstrosity by the way um speed of 50 feet nice days real fast um Man, they're pretty stacked in most of the things aside from Int, because they's just they's just a creature, you know. For an, for uh, animals though, that's on the smarter end. Yeah, it's pretty good. Um, yeah, they got like that, you know, good hunting tactics, uh-huh. kind of like a like a wolf. Mm-hmm. Um, pretty good at perception and stealth. Uh, proficient in strength and con saves. Uh, got keen smell. 
So has advantage on wisdom perception checks that rely on spell smell. Have the pounce uh, trait here. If they move at least 20 feet straight forward uh, and hit someone with a claw attack on the same turn, uh, the uh, target must make a DC 14 saving throw, be knocked prone. And if the target is prone, the lion can make a bite attack against them as a bonus action. A chomp. A chomp. Uh, got that running leap with a 10-foot running start. They can leap 25 feet. Holy shit. It's a big jump. Uh, got They have spell turning. All right. It's the, it's, it, it's, it's the fleece. It's the, it's the fleece. It's the hair. The lion has advantage on saving throws against any spell that targets only the lion, not an area. So not like a fire. If the lion sa- yeah. So if the lion saving throw succeeds on the spell uh, is of fourth level or lower, the spell has no effect oh my on God. the lion and instead targets the caster. Yo. Yo, indeed. Um, it's got a multi-attack. Uh, one with its bite, one with its claws. Uh, let's see. It is plus six to hit. D, uh, D8 plus four piercing on the bite. D, uh, six plus four slashing on the claws. Mm. And they got some legendary actions. Oh my god, this is a, this is a CR3 creature with legendary. And it's got legend. Yeah, man. Love that. Uh, it can make another claw attack as a legendary action, but oh. it also has roar. The lion emits a magical roar. Each creature within 60 feet of the lion that can hear the roar must succeed on a DC 12 saving throw or be frightened of the lion until the end of the lion's next turn. I'm actually a huge proponent of lower CR creatures having legendary actions, yeah. especially in games with larger numbers of players. Yeah. Um, because like the way as someone who ran a campaign of eight players for a really long time, it's super hard to have the one big bad, the one big bad monster for your party to contend with when the action economy gives your players, you know, eight actions versus a, cl- your a bad clear advantage. Yeah. yeah, so definitely giving something like a big bear or something legendaries was a way I kind of circumnavigated that, which I thought was super fun. Well, it's one of those things like what if something becomes legendary, like, you know, like say like, you know, uh, let's take, for example, like uh, was it fucking Mordu from uh, from Disney's Brave? Oh, sure. You know, this legendary bear that like everyone knows about. Mm-hmm. It's obviously been around long enough to like pick a build a reputation, let alone pick up a bunch of uh, you know, new tricks and shit yeah. like it makes sense that it's going to kick ass more than like your regular bear would. Yeah. What we're saying, give mundane monsters and creatures legendary actions. Fucking do give it. Give them legendaries, you cowards. Give goblins, give CR one fourth goblins legendary actions and watch your players shit themselves. <laughs> All right, so the I'm, goblin I'm is going to a take note. a legendary action. Sorry, what? He's a really good guy. Hey, that's man. that's Brizgax the infallible. So like you watch your you watch your manners. You, you watch your fucking tongue. <laughs> uh, obviously, with that hair, it's got to be in a metal band, right? Yeah, like new metal. Um, and it and it's, oh, that or like, uh, like yeah, like me, like metal. It's got the the roar, so it can probably scream. <laughs> yes, yes. Like, is he screaming or is he roaring? I don't know. I don't know. Do Both at the same time. It's like subharmonics, but like, but screaming. <laughs> God, that's wicked fucking cool. Um, also like glam rock. 
kind of vibe. Oh, definitely. Like kiss kind of. Yeah, it's a lion, but I could see him wearing some like leopard skin tights, <laughs> <laughs> like leopard pattern. Is that is that like blasphemous? Is that like it's like is that a lion? Come on, wearing leopard print. Come on, man. Like that's my cousin, basically. Like, come on. It's got yeah, yeah. Uh, it's got yeah the leopard pants. It's got like um like a denim jacket with the sleeves like ripped mm-hmm. off, but like that's it. Like no shirt. <laughs> Uh, much like the fleece on its head, he's got like one, like you know, like a big patch, like right on his chest, yeah. of just like glimmering, flowing locks. Oh my god, the chest bush, the chest bush, the yeah. the, the Nick's fleece chest bush. There you go. Yeah, this this would be a great opportunity because, like, yeah, as we were talking about, like hair donations are a regular everyday thing in our society. This would be great to make some some wigs wigs for kids. Oh, yeah, wigs for kids. And now, guess what? Those kids immune to lower levels. Of health, so. <laughs> Don't you, you want to protect the kids? You can't charm person this little boy. <laughs> it's it's for the kids' protection. <laughs> uh, do do it for the children. Do it for the children, so they can be immune to charm person. There you go. Oh, no. Uh, we're solving a lot of problems today. We're really out here <laughs> doing God's work. The God's work. Um, last thing about the fleece mane lion. Um, I mean, honestly, like, great winter climb sort of pet. Like, super warm. Very big. Very big. You can just, like... If you're like a cabin out in the woods kind of person, you know, just let this thing go roam and hunt, and then it comes back, and you don't even need to light a fire that night. You can just snuggle up. There you go. It's a one lion night every night. <laughs> one lion night. Yeah. That you know, like is... how Native Native Americans would have like you know three dog nights, and it's like that's how many dogs you got to cuddle to stay warm. I didn't know that that was. A I think it is. It's been a long time since I've heard that, like, like learned that turn of phrase. But I think that's what that's based in. It's going to Google. I'm going to Google three dog night. Apparently, is also an American rock band. <laughs> of course, it is. Okay, I might be wrong in my like attribution to where it was, where it was from. Um. Some say it originated in the Australian outback. Others point to Alaskan or Siberian natives, which would make sense, or indigenous folks. Um, yeah, basically say, like, it's going to be so fucking cold, you got to snuggle up with three dogs in order to, like, Stay make it through the night. I was going to say, yeah, yeah uh, one lion night also sounds like a weird romance novel where like Ooh. if you know if they want to win their sweetie's heart they have to win the heart of the lion Ooh. but then they fall but then they fall in love with the lion and, it, uh, and then it becomes a furry novel uh, maybe <laughs> <laughs> this is just the lion though yeah but it's really hot it's Zach. It's the Fabio of lions. We've already established this. I mean, yeah, but it's a lion. I don't, I'm I'm missing your like. I can still fall in love with this thing, and you can't stop me. 
Okay, okay, bud. Zach, Zach, it's pride. (laughs) (laughs) All righty. So, uh, Fleece Man Lion, good pat. Good pat. Moving on. (laughs) Um, Last on the list, we got another big spooky one. Um, This is something called a Typhon. 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 I don't know. Uh, It's like a... uh, It's got a lot going on. There's a lot. It's like a... it's like a Hydra, but not. Yeah. There's a lot of, like, dragon snake heads. Let's read. Titanic horrors of writhing flesh and gnashing maws. Typhons slither through the underworld, seeking only to consume. Once the souls of mortal warlords and cruel tyrants, Typhons come into being over ages of festering bitterness and rage. Oh. Over time, these souls twist into eternally ravenous monstrosities, which rampage through the realm of the dead, consuming souls by the thousands. Wowzers. We made a bad call here, bud. <laughs> the underworld remains their prison, though, and most would relish nothing more than to escape and slaughter the living once more. Yeah, it's just like a, it's like just a big, big tangle of snakes. Yeah. Just a big snake bundle. It's a big, like, someone took a bunch of snakes. You know, like, when you're, like, back in the days of wired earbuds and they would get, like, all tangled up in your bag and whatnot? No matter what you would do. Yeah. Imagine you pull that out of your bag, but they're all snakes. Dang. Uh, This thing is a huge monstrosity, chaotic evil, 17 armor class, 195 hit points, 40 foot speed. It's got that plus 7 to strength. And that plus five to constitution. Uh, it is immune to acid and necrotic damage. Does speak common, which is upsetting. Yeah. Dark vision at 120 feet. has uh, Also has advantage on wisdom checks that rely on smell, which is odd because it's snakes. I guess I guess snakes got noses. Yeah, I mean, well, they, they, they smell the air. So, like, they smell to taste. Yeah, but taste to smell. Fuck. Ah. <laughs> uh, similarly to a Hydra, it does have regeneration. It regains 20 hit points at the start of its turn. If it takes radiant damage, the trait doesn't function until the start of its next turn. And it only dies if it starts its turn with zero hit points and doesn't regenerate, which is basically to say you have to kill it with radiant damage. Dang. Yeah. That's not great. Nah. And then it has... Hey, yeah. Was this a mistake? Probably. But okay. we're going to make it work. As we always do. Uh, makes three attacks. One with a flurry of bites. One to constrict. And one with its maw. So with its flurry of bites. I'm guessing. So yeah. In the image here. There's like three big heads. Like, Well there's one really big yeah, there's head. One, <laughs> two medium size heads. And then, and, like a, a, thousand and then a lot of snakes. So like. I don't know what's the. the there's like, there is like a leg. That you can see that's kind of climbing out on on the left side there. There's like a leg. It's like this thing does have a body somewhere in there. I would assume. Some way to locomote that's not just all slithery. But I'm guessing the flurry of bites is the hundred snakes. Uh, it's a melee weapon attack. Deals a plus 12 to hit. 10 foot reach. Deals 8d6 plus 7 
piercing damage. That's bad. Uh, it's constrict. Plus 12 to hit 15 foot reach against one large or smaller creature. 3d6 plus 7 bludgeoning damage, and the target is grappled. While grappled, they are restrained, and they take that damage again at the start of each of their turns. And the Typhon can have up to two creatures constricted. And lastly, it's Damn. Maw Attack, which I'm going to guess that's the big, big head. Plus 12 to hit, 10 foot reach. 3d12 plus 7 piercing damage to hit, or on hit. And also 3d12 acid damage. Because I'm assuming you's eaten. Well, it doesn't like it doesn't like full swallow you, but it does have it does deal acid damage. So it's just like it's got some acid reflux, and so like when Gross. it bites you, it's just kind of it's there. I hate it. Yeah. Um. Probably bad pet. Probably oh terrible pet terrible. Chaotic pet. evil's what hard to would, run with. Yeah. What would this be? Um. Good for. Um, Aside from obviously decimating your enemies. Right, 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 right. Um, what are the places at zoos that are all like about snakes and lizards and stuff? A reptile house? A reptile. Put this thing in a reptile house. There you go. Yeah. Um, I don't, I'm imagining like, you know, remember the, the vacuum cleaner from Teletubbies? I super don't. It had like. All the things that came out of the top and like cleaned and stuff. Nah, bud. It's kind of like that, but um, with um, any of uh, people who oppose you. <laughs> so like, there's like an army outside of like you know your lair, and you yeah. send this out, and it's just like snap, 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 and then it mops um, the surrounding area uh, with blood. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah. Gives it just a f- fresh cut of paint. Great for all your spooky castles. Yeah. For your um, um, underground layers. Mm-hmm. Big like do like death pits. Gotta love a death pit. Um there's like uh it's like, you know, those big gorges that it's like, oh, don't cross the spooky gorge. Especially at night. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. The typhoon will get yeah. there. Big snakes uh, just come out of the ground and say, where did they come from? I don't know. You kind of did severe there. I kind of, I, it was, <laughs> in my head it was leaning Daza, uh, but yeah. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> oh, Hello, man. I am Zafir. <laughs> <laughs> where did they come from? Um, fuck. I'm trying to find the, the, but what if it wasn't vibe for this? It's really, look, sometimes as we've, as we've learned, sometimes there's just stinkers. But what if it wasn't? What if it was made of balloons instead? Would they still be alive? Yeah. It's like a big moving balloon animal. Hmm. What if it was made of... Cats. Ferrets. So so it was it's like one really big ferret head, two medium sized ferret heads, and then just a bunch of very long ferrets. <laughs> it's still bad, huh? 
But it's still pretty bad. <laughs> this thing is is arranged in such a way that I I don't know if there's a way to redeem it. There's not a way to redeem it. It's just really biting. This thing's gonna need like a full image rebranding. Um, they all have mustaches. Now that's pretty good. Now that's something. And then we give them aviators as well i think i think just mustaches i think just mustaches aviators kind, there's there's a mustache? lot of like there's a lot of writhing i think the aviators would just fall off what style of mustache hmm. like the big ron swanson sort of porn stash like uh, one of the ones that like curl on the ends i'm thinking like um, like like a handlebar that like while it's moving around like the ends of it kind of i think the move. two medium heads so the ones flanking the big head yeah have okay. the big long Sam Elliott mustaches? Yeah, nice. I think that the biggest head has just like a classic kind of the big dumb goofy mustache. Big dumb goofy mustache you wore a slurm. Yeah, like the the really long, really bushy. Like yeah, ends. yeah. It has one of those, and then all of the little heads, kind of dealer's choice. Oh, nice. They just kind of run the game. Yeah, pick your poison. Nice. But the the I two the two wavy Sam Elliott mustaches on the flank on the flank sides. Yeah. Yeah, they all they all like when they hiss, they also sound like Sam Elliott. <laughs> Wait, hold on. Yes. <laughs> Fucking what a guy. Sam Elliott. Remember when a man had a mustache so good it made him famous? <laughs> yeah, that about yep. I know, that's, I know that's not solely why he's famous, but that's a big part of it. Yeah, yeah come on, like it's quite the stash. Yeah. Um, I think that's the move. I think mustaches is the, the move. move. Um, All right, other acceptable. Other, the only other thing I could think of would be like hats. Okay. Like, just a bunch of different like like this thing's like a traveling like haberdashery. Okay. And each each good. one's wearing a different hat, and there's no money what exchanged. It? You just have to be able gotcha. to take the hat off of the requisite snakehead. What if they were all made out of wacky waving inflatable arm flailing tube men? Huh. Far 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 more uh, far less dangerous. But far more haunting. still pretty terrifying. Yeah, so you just hear a lot of <laughs> <laughs> as they flop around. <laughs> Folks at home didn't see me uh, portraying the wacky waving inflatable arm flailing tube man. Oh, but the audio is good. <laughs> <laughs> the, yeah, the, there's just a, a chorus of. <laughs> As the fans yes. are powering them. Oh, it's so loud. Like It's really loud. There's a lot of fans going. Uh, oh and they're all God. of like different pitches too. So yeah. like for the for the different sizes of Yeah. It's great. Oh no. <laughs> You're welcome, folks at home. Uh, Typhons. Typhons. Bad pet. Bad pet, hands down. <laughs> Well, folks. Well, folks. <laughs> hmm? <laughs> uh, 
Uh, I said it. I said it a normal way. You decided to <laughs> say it like a cartoon character. <laughs> Whoa, folks! Oh. Uh, are you reaching the slap happy zone as well? Well, see, like I, I just woke up like fifteen minutes before we started recording. So, um, I slept to the point where my body went. I don't want to do this anymore, but like, still needs more. Yeah. So, yeah, I, yeah, that's where I I'm know at. exactly what that is like. Yeah. Um. So, folks. So, hey. Thank you for so, folks. <laughs> thank you for listening to another episode of Zach and Griffin's Multiversal Pet Shop. Uh, we love having you listen, as always. If you have any suggestions for creatures you want us to talk about, for uh, forms of media you'd like us to dive into, other RPGs, games, movies, books, mythologies, uh, yeah. hit us up on uh, Twitter at Pet Shop Casts. Slide into our always eternally slick DMs. Oh, they're always. <laughs> Always slick DMs. Or just at us, and we'll, uh, yeah, we'll put it on the dockets. Definitely. Uh, also, uh, check out all those other shows on the Ghost Media Network. Mm-hmm. They're great. Yeah. We love all the people who make them. I'm, you know, I, I do another one, mm-hmm. and Griff does another mm-hmm. one, and they're both pretty good. Yeah. I will say, so. if you're another Path fans, be sure to check out to the, ep- uh, the episode that's dropped when you're listening to this. Last week, last week, uh, as we have uh, made an official announcement, uh, an introduction for the newest cast member of Another Path. So feel free to yeah. check that out. Hop on Twitter, say hi, and uh, get uh, ready for yeah. new season of Another Path coming soon. Absolutely. Um, I mean, like all the other stuff. Like obviously, you know, yeah. like you know. Like, review, subscribe, all that good stuff. I think Imprinted Echoes uh, just uh, it's closing in on season one wrap-up soon. That's been a long first season. Yeah, dog. I mean, our first Dang. season for AP was 50 episodes. That's fair. That's fair. Um, but yeah, no, uh, lots of stuff happening. Obviously, check it out. If you want to get the, that extra bonus content, check out our Patreon at patreon.com slash ghostlightmedia. Mm-hmm. Check out our streaming we... content on twitch.tv slash yeah. ghostlightmedia. Check out our merch at tpublic.com slash store slash ghostlight. <laughs> I just recently picked up a ghostlight tank as well as a supernatural tank. Oh, did you get the supernatural yeah, yeah, yeah. one? Hang on. Oh, nice. I don't think it's within arm's reach. I'll show you later. Yeah, but uh, lots of cool, good merch going out there. Uh, Chase makes some really cool stuff for a, a lot of the stuff on the network. Nicole's been making some really awesome ones for uh, these silent secrets. And um, yeah. yeah, that's about it. I think that's about it. Thank you all so much for listening once again. My name is Sleepy Griffin. And I am Snoozy Zach. And just remember, folks... At the end of your sleepy day. It's all about love, baby. Thank you all for listening to episode 92 of Zach and Griffin's Multiversal Pet Shop. If you enjoyed the show, consider leaving us a review or telling a friend about us. You can find us as part of the Ghostlight Media Network over at ghostlightmedia.net or on Twitter at Pet Shopcast. On our website, you can find links to our merch store and Patreon page, which helps support all of the Ghostlight Media shows and all of the amazing people who create them. Speaking of which, thank you to our patrons, JJ and Veronica, Duval, and Tyler for your continued support. 
We'd like to thank Nicole Tuttle Rob for making our theme song. You can find Nicole on Twitter at Nicole Voice and on The Silent Secrets as part of Ghostlight Media. We'd also like to thank our friend Rin for voicing the ads you hear on the show. You can find Rin on Twitter at Rin underscore Moran and on the Imprinted Echoes podcast, also part of Ghostlight Media. We'll be back in two weeks with another episode. Until then, go get some rest. Whatever rest means to you. You're all beautiful. Mwah. This has been a Ghost Light Media Production.